friends, and welcome to the One Year Chronological Bible Podcast. My name is Emily Mowry. I will be your host for this daily reading of the Bible with the hopes of finishing in a single year. Whether this is your first time reading the Bible or you have made daily practice of it for many years, I pray that this podcast will strengthen your walk with Christ and be a blessing to you and those around you. What makes this podcast unique is that we read scripture in chronological order as opposed to the traditional Genesis to Revelation book by book reading. I've been making this my daily practice since the year 2007, and I cannot tell you how much it has blessed my walk with Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul says in his epistle to Timothy that all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. Likewise, the psalmist says, the word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We will be reading from the New Living Translation version of the One Year Chronological Bible. Today is January 16th, and our reading comes from Genesis 42, 1 through 45, 15. I pray this reading is a blessing to you, and without further ado, let's get started. Joseph's brothers go to Egypt, Genesis 42, 1 through 38. When Jacob heard that there was grain available in Egypt, he said to his sons, Why are you sending around looking at one another? I have heard there is grain in Egypt. Go down and buy some for us before we all starve to death. So Joseph's ten older brothers went down to Egypt to buy grain. Jacob wouldn't let Joseph's younger brother Benjamin go with them, however, for fear some harm might come to him. So Jacob's sons arrived in Egypt along with others to buy food, for the family had reached Canaan as well. Since Joseph was governor of all Egypt and in charge of the sale of grain, It was to him that his brothers came. They bowed low before him with their faces to the ground. Joseph recognized him instantly, but he pretended to be a stranger. Where are you from? He demanded roughly. From the land of Canaan, they replied. We have come to buy grain. Joseph's brothers didn't recognize him, but Joseph recognized them. And he remembered the dreams he had many years before. He said to them, you are spies. You have come to see how vulnerable our land has become. No, my lord, they exclaimed. We have come to buy food. We are all brothers and honest men, sir. We are not spies. Yes, you are, he insisted. You have come to discover how vulnerable the famine has made us. Sir, they said, there are 12 of us brothers, and our father is in the land of Canaan. Our youngest brother is with our father, and one of our brothers is no longer with us. But Joseph insisted, as I said, you are spies. This is how I will test your story. I swear by the life of Pharaoh that you will not leave Egypt unless your youngest brother comes here. One of you go and get your brother. I'll keep the rest of you here, bound in prison. Then we'll see whether or not your story is true. If it turns out that you don't have a younger brother, then I'll know you are spies. So we put them all in prison for three days. On the third day, Joseph said to them, I am a God-fearing man. If you do as I say, you will live. We'll see how honorable you really are. Only one of you will remain in the prison. The rest of you may go on home with grain for your families. But bring your youngest brother back to me. In this way, I will know whether or not you are telling me the truth. If you are, I will spare you. To this they agreed. Speaking amongst themselves, they said, This has all happened because of what we did to Joseph long ago. We saw the terror and anguish and heard his pleadings, but we wouldn't listen. That's why this trouble has come upon us. Didn't I tell you not to do it, Reuben said, but you wouldn't listen. And now we're going to die because we murdered him. Of course, they didn't know that Joseph understood them as he was standing there, for he had been speaking to them through an interpreter. Now he left the room and found a place where he could weep. Returning, he talked some more with them. Then he chose Simeon from among them and had him tied up before their eyes. Joseph then ordered his servants to fill each man's sack with grain, but he also gave secret instructions to return each brother's payment at the top of his sack. 
He also gave them provisions for their journey, so they loaded up their donkeys with the grain and started for home. But when they stopped for the night, one of them opened a sack to get some grain to feed the donkeys. He found his money in the sack. Look, he exclaimed to his brothers, my money is here in my sack. They were filled with terror and said to each other, what has God done to us? So they came to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan and told him all that had happened. The man who was ruler over the land spoke very roughly to us, they told him. He took us for spies, but we said we are honest men, not spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of one father. One brother has disappeared, and the youngest is with our father in the land of Canaan. And the man, the ruler of the land, told us, This is the way I will find out if you are honest men. Leave one of your brothers here with me, and take grain for your families and go on home. But bring your youngest brother back to me. Then I will know that you are honest men and not spies. If you prove to be what you say, then I will give you back your brother, and you may come as often as you like to buy grain. As they emptied out their sacks, there at the top of each one was the bag of money they paid for the grain. Terror gripped them as it did their father. Jacob exclaimed, You have deprived me of my children. Joseph has disappeared. Simeon is gone. And now you want to take Benjamin too? Everything is going against me. Then Reuben said to his father, You may kill my two sons if I don't bring Benjamin back to you. I'll be responsible for him. But Jacob replied, My son will not go down with you, for his brother Joseph is dead, and he alone is left of his mother's children. If anything should happen to him, you would bring my gray head down to the grave in deep sorrow. The brothers returned to Egypt. Genesis 43, 1-18 But there was no relief from the terrible famine throughout the land. When the grain they had brought from Egypt was almost gone, Jacob said to his sons, Go again and buy us a little food. But Judah said, The man wasn't joking when he warned us we couldn't see him unless Benjamin came along. If you let him come with us, we will go and buy some food. But if you don't let Benjamin go, we may as well stay at home. Remember, that man said, You won't be allowed to come and see me unless your brother is with you. Why did you ever tell him you had another brother, Jacob moaned? Why do you have to treat me with such cruelty? But the man specifically asked us about our family, they replied. He wanted to know whether our father was still living, and he asked us if we had another brother, so we told him. How could we know he would say, Bring me your brother? Judah said to his father, Send the boy with me, and we will be on our way. Otherwise, we will all die of starvation. Not only we, but you and our little ones. I personally guarantee his safety. If I don't bring him back to you, then let me bear the blame forever. For we could have gone and returned twice by this time if you had let us come without delay. So their father Jacob finally said to them, If it can't be avoided, then at least do this. Fill your bags with the best products of the land. Take them to the man as gifts. Balm, honey, spices, myrrh, pistachio nuts, and almonds. Take double the money that you found in your sacks, as it was probably someone's mistake. Then take your brother and go back to the man. May God Almighty give you mercy as you go before the man, that he might release Simeon and return Benjamin. And if I must bear the anguish of their deaths, then so be it. So they took Benjamin and the gifts and doubled the money and hurried to Egypt, where they presented themselves to Joseph. When Joseph saw that Benjamin was with them, he said to the manager of his household, These men will eat with me this noon. Take them inside and prepare a big feast. So the man did as he was told and took them to Joseph's palace. They were badly frightened when they saw where they were being taken. It's because of the money returned to us in the sacks, they said. He plans to pretend we stole it. Then he will seize us as slaves and take our donkeys. A Feast at Joseph's Palace, Genesis 43, 19-34 
As the brothers arrived at the entrance of the palace, they went over to the man in charge of Joseph's household. They said to him, Sir, after our first trip to Egypt to buy food, as we were returning home, we stopped for the night and opened our sacks. The money we had used to pay the grain was there in our sacks. Here it is. We have brought it back. We also have additional money to buy more grain. We have no idea how the money got into our sacks. Relax. Don't worry about it, the household manager told him. Your God, the God of your ancestors, must have put it there. We collected your money, all right. Then he released Simeon and brought him out to them. The brothers were then led into the palace and given water to wash their feet and food for their donkeys. They were told they would be eating there, so they prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival at noon. When Joseph came, they gave them their gifts and bowed low before him. He asked them how they had been getting along, and then he said, How is your father, the old man you spoke about? Is he still alive? Yes, they replied. He is alive and well. Then they bowed again before him. Looking at his brother Benjamin, Joseph asked, Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? May God be gracious to you, my son. Then Joseph made a hasty exit because he was overcome with emotion for his brother and wanted to cry. Going into his private room, he wept there. Then he washed his face and came out, keeping himself under control. Bring on the food, he ordered. Joseph ate by himself, and his brothers were served at a separate table. The Egyptians sat at their own table because Egyptians despised Hebrews and refused to eat with them. Joseph told each of his brothers where to sit, and to their amazement, he seated them in the order of their ages, from oldest to youngest. Their food was served to them from Joseph's own table. He gave the largest serving to Benjamin, five times as much as any of the others, so they all feasted and drank freely with him. Joseph's Silver Cup, Genesis 44, 1-17 When his brothers were ready to leave, Joseph gave these instructions to the men in charge of his household. Fill each of their sacks with as much grain as they can carry, and put each money, man's money back into his sack. Then put my personal silver cup at the top of the youngest brother's sack, along with his grain money. So the household manager did as he was told. The brothers were up at dawn and set out on their journey with their loaded donkeys. But when they were barely out of the city, Joseph said to his household manager, Chase after them and stop them. Ask them, Why have you repaid an act of kindness with such evil? What do you mean by stealing my master's personal silver drinking cup, which he uses to predict the future? What a wicked thing you have done. So the man caught up with them and spoke to them in the way he had been instructed. What are you talking about? The brothers responded. What kind of people do you think we are that you accuse us of such a terrible thing? Didn't we bring back the money we found in our sacks? Why would we steal silver or gold for your master's house? If you find his cup with any one of us, let that one die and all the rest of us will be your master's slaves forever. Fair enough, the man replied, except only the one who stole it will be a slave. The rest of you may go free. They quickly took their sacks from the backs of their donkeys and opened them. Joseph's servant began searching the oldest brother's sack, going on down the line to the youngest. The cup was found in Benjamin's sack. At this, they tore their clothing in despair, loaded the donkeys again, and returned to the city. Joseph was still at home when Judah and his brothers arrived, and they fell to the ground before him. What were you trying to do, Joseph demanded. Didn't you know that a man such as I would know who stole it? And Judah said, O oh my Lord, what can we say to you? How can we plead? How can we prove our innocence? God is punishing us for our sins. My Lord, we have all returned to be your slaves, we and our brothers who had your cup in his sack. No, Joseph said, only the man who stole the cup will be my slave. The rest of you may go home to your father. Judah speaks for his brothers. Genesis forty-four eighteen through 34 then Judah stepped forward and said, My Lord, let me just say this one word to you. Be patient with me for a moment, for I know you could have killed me in an instance, and though you were Pharaoh himself, 
You asked us, my Lord, if we had a father or a brother. We said, yes, we have a father, an old man, and a child of his old age, his youngest son. His brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother's children, and his father loves him very much. And you said to us, bring him here so I can see him. But we said to you, my Lord, the boy cannot leave his father, for his father would die. But you told us, you may not see me again unless your youngest brother is with you. So we returned to our father and told him what you had said. And when we said, go back and buy us a little food, we replied, we can't unless you let our youngest brother go with us. We won't be allowed to see the man in charge of the grain unless our youngest brother is with us. Then my father said to us, you know that my wife had two sons and that one of them went away and never returned, doubtless torn to pieces by some wild animal. I have never seen him since. If you take away his brother from me too and any harm comes to him, you would bring my gray head down to the grave in deep sorrow. And now, my Lord, I cannot go back to my father without the boy. Our father's life is bound up in the boy's life. When he sees that the boy is not with us, our father will die. We will be responsible for bringing his gray head down to the grave in sorrow. My Lord, I make a pledge to my father that I would take care of the boy. I told him if I don't bring him back to you, I will bear the blame forever. Please, my Lord, let me stay here as a slave instead of the boy, and let the boy return with my brothers. For how can I return to my father if the boy is not with me? I cannot bear to see what this would do to him. Joseph reveals his identity. Genesis 45, 1-15. Joseph could stand it no longer. Out, all of you, he cried out to his attendants. He wanted to be alone with his brothers when he told them who he was. Then he broke down and wept aloud. His sobs could be heard throughout the palace, and news was quickly carried to Pharaoh's palace. I am Joseph, he said to his brothers. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless. They were stunned to realize that Joseph was standing there in front of them. Come over here, he said. So they came closer, and he said again, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But don't be angry with yourselves that you did this to me, for God did it. He sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. These two years of famine will grow to seven, during which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. God has sent me here to keep you and your families alive, so you will become a great nation. Yes, it was God who sent me here, not you. And he made me counselor to Pharaoh, manager of his entire household, and ruler over all Egypt. Hurry to my father and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master over all the land of Egypt. Come down to me right away. You will live in the land of Goshen so you can be near me with all your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all that you have. I will take care of you there for there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise, you and your household will come to utter poverty. Then Joseph said, you can see for yourselves and so can my brother Benjamin that I really am Joseph. Tell my father how honored I am in Egypt. Tell him everything you have seen and bring him to me quickly. Weeping with joy, he embraced Benjamin, and Benjamin also began to weep. Then Joseph kissed each of his brothers and wept over them, and they began to talk freely with him. That's the end of today's reading. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast and tell your friends about it. As we leave today, I pray blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen and amen. God bless you, dear friends. Thank you.